Well, guys, uh, welcome. It's good to see uh, you guys in person. Hi to all of those at home watching us. Man, appreciate you for uh, joining our live stream. Uh, well, guys, this is the last week of this New Year's new series uh, we're doing called Here. And the whole series is about the fact that we're designed, we're created to hear from God. In fact, that was week one, that uh, part of God's design is that we would hear from Him. And the primary way that we do that, of course, is by studying His Word. As we study His Word, the written Word, the Logos, He speaks to us uh, by, by the Rhema, the, the living voice of God. And so we, we've gotten into that. Uh, and, and then we broke down a Bible study method uh, the second week. Last week, we, we studied the fact we're, we're designed uh, to share with one another, to live in community. And so this morning, what I want to do, kind of like what I did week two, uh, when I unpacked a Bible study method, this morning, I'm, I'm going to unpack this thing we've been talking about called D-groups, okay? Uh, and so I, I don't actually have a sermon for you this morning. I know that's weird. I've been here 11 years. I think this is the first Sunday I have, I've ever not uh, preached a sermon. And so I was trying to go through that. I say 11 years. We're, we're in it. We're, we're working towards 11. Uh, but but I, I just, I, I was shaking my head going, Lord, is, is this, but listen, I want you to know, I treasure this time, and, and the only reason we're doing it is we believe this much in what we think God's going to do through these groups. And so I think it's important enough to take a Sunday to discuss this. And so uh, join me in a word of prayer. I think the Lord's going to be in all of these details, because I, I think He's gone before you. He's going to answer a lot of the questions that you have had, but let's pray together. Father, um, we thank you so much for who you are. Holy Spirit, we recognize you're the teacher of this church, and even in this different fashion of teaching uh, this morning, uh, God, I pray uh, that you would do a great work. We're, we're, uh, God, we, we love you. We recognize um, you are good. We recognize that you're our king. Um, be glorified now in all that we think, say, and do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. For those at home, I'm going to put up uh, full screen real quick. Uh, our, our QR code, those that are here live, if you want to take your digital camera and uh, the camera on your phone and point it at that QR code, uh, it'll take you to a link that will pull up our sermon notes. That'll be very, very helpful for you. I saw the band in the background going, wait a second, you're supposed to put up the QR code so we can get off stage. So they, they've done that now. They did a great job, you know, live trying to bend down and do all their things. Uh, but at home, we're just going to give you a, a couple seconds to do that. And uh, as you pull that up, um, I want to kind of start with, with this. This morning, really what we're doing is, is my goal, I set out just to answer as many questions as possible. So uh, they, they made fun of me this morning. They said, uh, Pastor, you've got like 26 slides, something like that, 25, 26 slides, and you've got 20 minutes to cover that. No problem, we got this, right? Uh, we'll, we'll fly through this. And I, I just kind of wanted to start this morning with, with this basic principle. Uh, one of the questions we've gotten, believe it or not, is, is just really simply, uh, Pastor, why are you talking about these, these groups? What, what are these D groups? And so simply put, uh, I want you to know that a D group is this, okay? Uh, we're going to put it, and I'll, I'll put this one large screen for you, that a D group is a group of three to five people uh, of the same gender that meet together once a week to discuss what God is teaching them through their daily Bible readings, and how it applies to their life. I'm going to say that one more time. A D group is a group of three to five people of the same gender that meet together once a week to discuss what God is teaching them through their daily Bible reading. And, and I, I want to remind you that as, as a church, what we've done is we've put together Bible reading plans for the whole church. This is for everybody. We're going to read one chapter of God's Word uh, five days a week. 
So we're giving you two days off, two days Sabbath. Well, one of those you're supposed to meet with a group. So, uh, so we're giving you giving a little bit of space, but you're going you're gonna to read a, a chapter a day, uh, five days a week, then you're going to meet with your group, right? We're also, uh, along this process, we're going to memorize some scripture, what, what, which we'll talk about. Uh, but these D groups are really then breaking down that. They're breaking down that. Now, I recognize the moment that we began talking about these, everybody had tons of questions. In fact, week one, I said, hey, I'm going to talk to you about some groups that are coming. And, and we started being flooded with questions. So week one, we, we put up some questions on our website. And so if you have uh, some basic questions, we, we've got a whole frequently asked questions section on our website. Go to fbclgen.org. Uh, forward slash D groups, and, and we talk about things like how do you find a group? That's been a, a, a big question. They're meant to be organic. Uh, these are relationships that you have. We, we want you to pray about them. But we also realize that in a church our size, and then with COVID on top of that, it's really hard to figure that out. And maybe you just need a little help. And so we've had people email us, and, and we email you back, and we go, hey, uh, give us some more information. Like we had a young lady email us, and, and Catherine emailed her back and said, okay, well, can you tell me uh, how old are you? What, what kind of situation in life are you in? And what we're going to try to do is find someone somewhat similar and, and, and link you up with that person. So we're going to do that. We're also, by the way, um, when we kick off Wednesday nights, uh, which will be February 3rd, for the adults, we'll provide a time in here that you can come. And if you don't have a D group, you don't know, you're like, I, I don't know who I should be with. Uh, there'll be an opportunity that night to meet some people. And you meet some other people that might be looking for a group. It'll also be a space that if, if your group wants to meet on Wednesday nights, we'll, we'll provide space. You can break out throughout the church and do that. And so we're excited about uh, those kind of things. And so frequently asked questions on the website. What I want to do this morning is actually answer some questions that aren't on the website. And uh, these are these are really, really important things. Uh, that, by the way, all that information is in here. Uh, they're, they're in these journals. Now, now listen, primary goal for us, now I want you in a D group. I absolutely do. Uh, before you get to a D group, I want to make sure, and, and listen, you can get this journal even if you don't plan on being in a D group, because this journal, uh, most importantly, I want you interacting with the Word of God every day. I want you interacting with the living, breathing Word of God. I want you to learn to hear from God's voice and start applying it to your life. So, so that's what this is about. Okay, now these, these journals are super helpful when it comes to D groups. Hear me, that is our goal for you, is to be in such a group. Okay, but first and foremost, we want every member interacting with the Word of God. So that's, that's key, okay, that's key. Now, now, about these groups, let's talk about how long they last. How long they last. And so, uh, kind of up on the screen uh, there for you, is that D groups are a two-semester commitment at our church. Now, you read in the book that there are two or three semester commitment. The way we're doing them, we're, we're, we're doing them, we'll always start them in February, we'll always end them in November. So, so that is 42 weeks. 42 weeks of Bible reading, okay? That's the way it, it's broken up. 42 weeks of Bible reading. And then remember, in December, we all read uh, through Advent together. In January, we'll ask you to find a 30-day plan to read on your own. And that's kind of how we're going to operate here at the church moving forward uh, because we believe in this. Now, here's the deal. Two-semester commitment. And uh, so you're with this, this group for 10 months. Uh, and, and, and then listen, after 10 months, there's a goal. What's the goal? Well, the goal's scriptural. To make disciples, right? And so we want to teach people everything that, that, that the Lord has commanded us. And so we're going to meet in this group. We're going to iron, sharpen iron. And, and then the intent of this group is that when it is over, the group would actually break up and we would go find other people to draw into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Because that's what we're called to do. Amen? Right? That's what we're called to do in church. Listen, I love you. But as a, a church, not just this church, as a global church, we have not been good or intentional about these things. 
Anybody, anybody else give me an amen? We haven't been intentional about these things. We, we, listen, we've got to, we, we've got to make this a priority. And, and so some of you are going to love your group. In 10 months in, you're going you're gonna to email me. I know it's coming. Pastor, I just love my group. Can we please stay together? So I'm, I'm going to meet you halfway. I'm going to meet you halfway. You have a great group. Uh, and you just said, well, I just, this person. and oh, Okay, so split your group. All right, half of them go this way, half of them go that way, and, and then you each half add a couple more people, right? That's cool too. We have to replicate. So I'm telling you from the get-go, the goal of these groups is that we would grow deeper so that we can reach other people. Everybody got it? Okay, awesome. So we're going to do that. Speaking of commitment, uh, talk about a 10-month commitment, there is a commitment you're going to make with your group members. And in fact, we're going to call it a covenant um, these groups are, are meant to be uh, not just intentional about how we read, but, but they're also meant to be deep, that we talk about things. And so there is a covenant that we're going to ask you to make. I'm going to go through these kind of quickly. Six things uh, that you'll actually sign. This is on page 161 of your journals. Uh, you'll actually sign a, a group covenant on, on your first meeting. And so it goes like this. I pledge myself uh, fully to the Lord with the anticipation that I'm entering a time of focused spiritual formation. So we're all on the same page. Like, we're in this together. I, I, I'm doing this the next 10 months because I intend to grow in my relationship with Jesus. Anybody could use a little of that? Amen? Right? Yeah. So, so this is intentional. I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be part of this. A second, I, I will meet with my D group for at least one hour every week unless providentially hindered. Uh, that means that God put some circumstances in your life that didn't work out that week, okay? But, but the intent is like, I'm not going to be lazy. I'm, I'm not going to make excuses. This is going to become a priority in my life. Number three, I'll complete all of my readings and journals on a weekly basis before meeting, and I will contribute to discussion. That means that when you show up, you've actually done what you're supposed to do so that you can meet together and talk about it. And, and, and listen, you, you shouldn't be the person that shows up every time and go, oh, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, that's, like you made a commitment. So, so the people in your group are going to hold you to it. Well, listen, I, I know you're sorry. You are sorry. Start reading your Bible, sorry, sucker. I, or whatever motivation works best for your group. Okay, you've got to know the person. But this is what we're talking about. Like, we've we got to spur one another on. Like, love them. Hey, listen, you know what? You can do better. Let's make a priority. How about I call you in the morning? What if I send you a text? And so we're going to work through those things. Um, number four, I'll contribute uh, to an atmosphere of confidentiality. Guys, uh, there's, we're, I'm going to go through these, these uh, questions that we're going to ask for accountability. That means that what, we, what says in, says, is said in group has to stay in group, right? Uh, there, there is a level of confidentiality of, of doing life with one another. When we get into the Bible, those places that make us uncomfortable, like where it says, confess your sins to one another, as unto the Lord. I mean, you can't do that. You, you won't be in the relationship that God designed you for, by the way. God designed us for that kind of intimacy with fellow believers. Uh, not in large groups, not in a setting like this that I put a microphone up and say, hey, come confess your deepest, darkest sins, but in a setting like, like Jesus hung out with three other dudes, right? And, and so in, in a setting that close and intimate that you could say, hey guys, I am struggling with this sin. I know that it's sin. I don't want it to be part of my life. I want to mortify it. I need you to help me mortify it. And, and, and so what is spoken about in that group then remains confidential. And it's only uh, with those, those three, four people in your group that you're going to go over that. And so I'm going to contribute to an atmosphere of confidentiality, honesty, and transparency. I'm not going to show up and lie to the people in my group and act like everything's okay. Oh, like, that is one of my biggest pet peeves as Christians. We, we, we act like we have it all together and the world is watching and they know we don't have it all together, but we keep telling lies like, oh, everything's great. I'm so, hashtag blessed. No, like hashtag suffering, right? 
Hashtag I'm dying. Hashtag I'm, I'm barely, I'm barely treading water, but God's still good. Right? And so we have to be those kind of people that we enter into relationships with one another, not, not trying to act like we have it all together, but, but confessing, in fact, that the opposite is true. Honesty, transparency, all this for the edification, for the building up of others in the group, as well for my own spiritual growth. Number five, I will pray every week for my group members. Don't even get in the D group if you're not going to pray. I love you. That's the commitment, man. These people are going to be like an extension of my family for the next 10 months. I'm going to pray for them daily is, is what I'm going to do. Uh, number six, I'll begin praying about replicating the discipleship process upon completion of this group. From day one, we want you praying, God, I pray that you would build me up to a place. And God, today, begin showing me who I can reach out to next year, Right? who I can reach out to, help me build relationships with them, right? Because let's be honest, can you just walk up to somebody that you barely know and go, hey, you want to talk about the Bible and confess our sin to one another? Right? It doesn't really work that way. So, but you've got a year to be praying and building relationships and, and, and preparing yourself for, okay, who, who's the next person? That, and, and you ask, God, give me wisdom here, and God will grant you wisdom in that. And so uh, th- there's a group covenant there. Uh, now let's move on. What, what does a meeting look like, Right? Uh, what, what, is a, what does a meeting look like? And again, this is in your, these are in your journals, but I, I want to go over them. It's basically five components. So uh, there's a welcome time and a prayer time. And I love you guys. I know you're social. Uh, but remember, there's going to be a period that you have to do this in, right? Most people don't have like five hours to go, hey, I'll give you five hours every week. And so, so keep your greeting time. Um, so, so maybe five minutes to greet, pray, everybody grab their coffee if you're meeting at a coffee shop. By the way, that's one of the questions on our frequently asked question page. Where do they meet? They can meet anywhere. You can meet in a coffee shop. You can meet in a home. You can meet at a park. You can meet at the church. There's a lot of places you can meet. But, but so, so you're going you're gonna to get together. You're going you're gonna to greet one another. You're going to pray. Uh, and then you're going to jump into your scripture memory. Scripture memory. I want to remind you that scripture memory is a huge component, right? What does is, what is the Bible say? The Bible says that we need to hide God's Word in our hearts so that we won't sin against Him. And, and, and Scripture memory is one of the biggest lacking things when it comes to discipleship. So here's the beauty. Uh, in, in D groups, just in our Bible reading plan, guys, uh, you're going to memorize one Scripture every two weeks. One Scripture every two weeks. In fact, every day in your journal, that one of the first things that you're going to do is you're going to write down your memory verse. You're going to write down your memory verse. So when you show up for group, one of the very first things that you're going to do is, is you're, you're going to go over the scripture memory. We'll talk about that in detail. Uh, then you're going to have here journals. Uh, and, and this is the, the bulk of what you're going to do. Again, I'll go over that again, where you talk about your here journals. Then there's an accountability time. This is the second uh, largest amount of time you'll spend in your group is in what we would call Christian accountability. This is the iron sharpening iron, uh, confessing sin to one another, the, the real uh, hard stuff. And then we're going to close in prayer, praying for one another for what was just talked about. And that's kind of the basics. So let's break that down a little bit. Let's start with Scripture memory, okay? Scripture memory, uh, together, uh, you're going to recite your weekly verse uh, and, and uh, hold each other accountable to storing God's, God's Word in your heart. Um, so, so that it has to be a part of every meeting. Has to. You're like, pastor, has to, has to. Okay? That's, that, that's part of it. Is, is guys, and, and walk through this with me. Uh, we're going to spend 42 weeks uh, reading a, a chapter a day, five days a week, basically. And along that time, we're going to memorize 20 verses of Scripture every year. And next year, it'll be 20 new verses. 
And, and, and it'll be new chapters, right? Uh, although you'll have some repeating in your Bible uh, reading plans. You'll notice we'll read the Gospels a lot together uh, but because we think it's important. But, but we're going we're gonna to get through all of it eventually. It may take us six years to read the whole Bible. It's okay. We're going to get through it. But, but we think it's so important that we be in the New Testament. But we're going to memorize 20 verses of Scripture together. It's huge. Uh, then the, the next time that, that I want to talk about is the focus on the here journals, right? That each person, the way group time will work is each person is going to share one or more journal entries, basically. Like, hey, here's, here's what the Lord spoke to me on, on two. So it's what, whatever one stood out to you the most. Man, Monday was really powerful for me. And Monday, I got, the, and listen, there are going to be some days that you're going to go, uh, right? I'm, I'm reading through 2 Corinthians right now. And I got to the end, the tail end of 2 Corinthians. And, and it's all about, you know, taking up an offering for the church in Jerusalem. And I'm going, okay, Lord, what do you want for me in that? And then, the Holy Spirit's like, well, you're stingy. And I was like, well, thanks for that. And so I, I like half my journal entries last week were about how stingy I am. And that I, I Lord, help me not be so stingy. And uh, like, that, that maybe that's what you want to talk about. I didn't, like, I, if I was in group, I want to talk about Monday, not about, not about Wednesday and Thursday personally. But that's cool. So you're going to talk about what journal entry spoke to you the most. And, and, and everybody's going to share what God is doing. And, and here's the reason why, right? Uh, sharing our journals allows us to experience what we read from multiple people's perspectives, uh, witness how God is moving through His Word in the lives of others. And, and so the more we begin to see, you know what, God's Word is alive. Look, look at how it was alive for Paul. And look at how it was alive for, for Jason this week. And look at how it was alive for, for Brian and Eric. And, and, and like the more that that begins to happen, the more that we'll, we'll know God has a word for us too. And so that, that's going to be a huge part of it. Uh, accountability. Like I said, the, the second largest segment of time you'll spend in your groups, guys, is accountability. And uh, that's intentional conversation about struggles and growth. And, and so uh, some groups are going to go through all of the accountability questions every week because accountability is going to be a huge deal for you. And so, so uh, you're going to do that. Others will highlight one or two questions a week, and, and you'll do it. But accountability needs to be a part of what you do uh, every single week. And you say, well, how accountable are we talking, Pastor? Well, let me go through the questions with you. They're in your journal. They're pretty stinking accountable. Uh, the softball question uh, every week, and some of you just want to ask this because you know, it gets you off the hook. Uh, but it's what are you praying about? How can we join in prayer with you this week? That's kind of the, the basic question, right? How, how, how can I join you in prayer this week? What are you praying about? Uh, question two, how have you honored God and lived with a sense of mission, making disciples who make disciples, sharing the gospel and its impact on you since we last met? See the intention of these groups from, from day one? The intention of the groups is that we would be missional-minded, that we would constantly be aware of our call is to make disciples wherever we go. And here's the cool thing. The more you practice, sharing what God is teaching you, the easier it is to go into regular normal life and, and, and just you'll just start sharing God's goodness with everybody. Man, I'm reading through this book and this is what God should... And, and, and it's going to become a natural part of, of who you are. It's going to be part of your spiritual DNA. And so uh, that, that's a big deal, that question. Uh, number three, what are you wanting, craving, lusting, and wishing for to bring happiness in your life? That's a fun question, isn't it? Amen? Uh, it goes on, if only I had blank, then I would be happy. In other words, what are you over-desiring more than God. Man, that is huge. We are idol worshipers. Amen? Come on. We are. We, we look to so many other things for contentment and for happiness. And part of the Christian walk is to constantly like, remind each other, hey, what, what wrong thing are you looking to? Right? Let, let's, let's refocus that this week. Let's pray about that this week. Uh, number four, what are you fearing? 
What are you worrying about? If I lost or I didn't get fill in the blank, then I wouldn't have peace. In other words, what are you trusting other than God? And what are you trusting other than God? That's another huge one, right? That's another huge one. Uh, boy, that's one we could ask after November, amen? Uh, <laughs> you got you like quiet like a church mouse, and you're acting... I, it's good I probably can't see your mouse right now, because some of you are frowning at me. Uh, but listen... Uh, this is who we are. Again, we make idols for ourselves. And, and so I can't tell you how many, how many Christians uh, I saw, you know, I, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid of what the world's going to be. Listen, the Christian faith has survived. Dude, it survived under Nero, bro. It's going to survive under Joe Biden. Like, it's going to happen, right? I mean, we, we need some context, man. And, and, and what it shows is I have a misplaced hope in something. And I need to be called to the carpet on that on a regular basis. Jesus showed up. And do you remember what he said? He refused to be a political king. He says, my kingdom's not of this world. And so we, we can't be people that place our hope and our fear in the wrong things. And, and, and listen, though, that's keeping some people up right now. And some of it, we, we need somebody to ask us that question. Why are you afraid? Man, contextually, why are you afraid? Is God not still reigning on his throne? Oh, yes, he is. Okay, then go to sleep. All right? We, we need that in our life. Number five, uh, how are you stewarding the resources, i.e. time, money, abilities, family, uh, etc., that God has given you? Boy, these are personal questions, right? They are. Why? Because that's what we intend these groups to be, to be personal. Uh, number six, are you desiring the approval or fearing the rejection of other people? If so, in what ways? And then finally, the last one, have you been tempted to tell any half-truths or lies or to put yourself in a positive light before us today? Whoo! Who's ready for group? Yeah! Right? And so, listen, when I say you need to pray about who's supposed to be in your group, I'm, I'm serious, guys. You need to be praying about who, who, who's God calling me into this kind of relationship with because it's a big deal. And, and, and listen, you may, you may hear that last question and go, man, I don't like that. You may not like it, but can I, can I just share this nugget with you? You may not like it, but it is what you need. It is what you need. Friends, we need to be held accountable. And, and listen, come, come on. What, what, we're ten months into this thing, Right? I mean, I, I look back, I'm like, we didn't even gather in person for Easter, uh, partially because the pastor burned himself in a fire, but whatever. Uh, I mean, it's been a year. It's been a year, and, 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 and we don't know what, what things are going to hold, but, but listen, I, I'm here to tell you, that, that's created some spiritual junk in us. Amen? And we've got to get on track. We've got to get on track. I, I thank the Lord for this. I thank the Lord for this opportunity to reorganize and to rethink what really matters, and, and to get after it. And, and man, I hope you will too. Let's, let's focus on the kind of people God's called us to be, right? And that is disciples. That's disciple. That's deep. Discipleship isn't some surface-level business, man. In fact, the surface-level people, when Jesus got deep, they left. They left. Jesus is calling you into a deep relationship. And so I, I, I want to challenge you... Um, Pray about a group. Pray about a group. Okay, so uh, other questions I've received that I, I didn't have time to put into slides. Uh, one of them, really good one, actually came from when I talked about the Bible study method, the HEAR method. And you may remember in that method, and we're all going to be doing the same Bible study method. That's part of the deal. This is how iron's going to sharpen iron in our congregation. And so HEAR stands, it's an acronym. So H is for highlight. I read a chapter a day. I highlight what stands out to me. The E is for explain. And said, so, listen, a study Bible is going to be really helpful helpful here. What did that mean in its original context to its original readers? Then A, how does it apply to me? Why did God point that verse out to me? 
right? So now I know what it meant, but what it, why, why is he pointing it out to me? And then our respond, either through prayer or an action plan. And so somebody emailed me and said, hey, pastor, uh, can you recommend a good study Bible? And so I, I'll just tell you, I, we were having those same conversations in a staff. I was looking for one for my boys. I'll get into that in a little bit, but I, I'm going to hold my boys accountable to reading their Bible every day. And so uh, here's what I found on Lifeway. Let's go full screen on that just for a second, Seth. So on lifeway.com uh, right now, uh, you can get a Life Connection Study Bible. It's the Life Connection Study Bible. It's a CSB, which is the same translation that we use here, that I use when I preach. Life Connection Study Bible, it, it's, a, uh, it, it's a paper version, but it's only $13.99. Okay? $13.99, and, and I went through it. I love the study notes. I, I, think it, I, think it, I think it's perfect for what we want to do. $13.99, folks. Okay? No excuse. Uh, we got free shipping on ours, so maybe you get the same. So $13.99 is, is a great deal. Um, Franklin has ordered some for our youth, and uh, so if you, you have a teenager, I, I'd, I'd expect that they may be getting one. Uh, anyway, but I just want you to pray about that. It's a great, great resource. Now, I've had some other questions, and so that's like any other questions. I have had other questions this week, and so I'm going to pull up my phone uh, just so uh, we're all on the same page. And, uh, and so here are some of the questions I've gotten this week. First question I got was, uh, hey, um, can a husband and a wife do this if no group can be established? Well, well, absolutely. Remember, our primary thing is we want people to interact with the Word of God on a, on a daily basis. We want you to hear from God. We want you to share from others. Uh, husbands and wife can, can, can be on the Bible reading plan, can share what they're learning. Absolutely. Same thing, again, as a father with my kids, I've just kind of been taking inventory, and I go, hey, we're not doing a great job of raising up our kids and discipling them. I'm not holding, like, they, they, they're, they're playing Xbox, they're doing this, they're, they're watching YouTube videos, but, but, man, they're not reading their Bible, and it really was eating at me. And I said, you know what, guys, we're not going to do those things if we don't do this thing. I mean, that, that, that's what I, I'm, I'm saying is going to go in our house. Now, listen, I'm telling you, World War III is coming, Okay. I, like, I'm aware. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dumb. Like, it, it's coming. Like, the insurrection is coming in my home. But, but I'm just going to hold to it. Um, but I, I told them, I said, listen, I bought you a study Bible. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bring it home. And I'm going to teach you this method. And then, and then, listen, if you want all those other things in life, we're going to put first things first. That's what we're going to do. And so I am going to, at least until my boys get into a D group, which Franklin is going to work with the, the students to try to find them other students that they can. But, but, but from the beginning, as a parent, I'm going to spend time doing this. Now, does that mean that I'm going to hold them accountable? That's kind of a different question. We're, we're going to work through the Bible study together. We're going to make sure that, that we're doing those things. But when it comes to those deep accountability issues, uh, that, that probably is going to be best in, in an actual group for them. And that, that's kind of what I want to... So yes, a husband and wife can do this. But when it comes to the accountability section, that's what I want to talk to you about. So I got, a, I got another email, and the email said, why are the groups intended to be same gender? And that's where we're going to get to right now, the accountability issue. Right? Guys, uh, there are certain sins that men struggle with that women don't necessarily, and there are certain sins that women struggle with that men don't necessarily. And, and, and listen, I'm just telling you, while it would be great for every husband and wife to be able to just go, um, that works in some couples, and it doesn't in other couples. Some other couples, they try that, and their spouse is like, ooh. Uh, like, they don't want to know all that about you. They want to keep that cheery disposition, thinking that you're the best thing that God ever created. Uh, but we still need accountability. And so, so what, what we have found, and when I say we, corporately, the church has found, is that accountability works best when it's same gender, okay? Like, like listen, Jesus had a lot of disciples, some men and some women. But the three people that he went away with were all of the same gender, 
Okay? And, and so I'm not trying to over-spiritualize that. I'm just, I'm just trying to say like, like that we, we have a model. And what we found over time is, is typically when it comes to this kind of stuff, making right decisions and living rightly and, 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 and how you treat your spouse and, and the things that we struggle with. Like, l- listen, most women I know think about their kids in a totally different light than the men do. Right? Same thing when it comes to marriages, when it comes to sin struggles. So, so we believe the best edification, building up of one another that can happen is going to happen with same gender groups. Okay? Everybody got that? Okay, awesome. And then I have one more. Um, what about kids was, was the other question I got. Can my kids do this? Absolutely. As I, I refer to kids and youth. So older kids, like fifth and sixth grade before they enter the youth group, we've already got one family that said, hey, my kid wants to be in a group with other kids. And so the mom uh, has gotten a journal, got a journal for their kids, and is going to kind of help the, the kids uh, steer for the first few weeks what a group meeting will look like and how they, and then she's going to kind of just provide a space for them to meet. And, and parents, I want you to pray about that too. You could do, if, if you have youth or you have those fifth or sixth grade, it's a great thing for you to do too. Show them how to do it and then, and then provide a space for them to start making disciples. How cool is that? Right? And so, yeah, uh, those things can happen. I, I know we've got to go. I wanted to provide, does anybody here have a question that I haven't addressed? I've covered a lot of questions. Listen, I'm already over on my time. Sorry, you that are watching online. Uh, anybody have anything else we haven't addressed? I will repeat it so that everybody at home can, can hear it. What's that? So I ordered that study Bible. It's $13.99 on lifeway.com right now. Okay, so you, and you can search for it other places, but that's the best price I found. Yeah, yeah, it's on lifeway.com is, is the best place that I found it. So uh, they just asked, where did you find the study Bible? I found it on lifeway.com. And so uh, that was the best price I could find. Anybody else have any questions? Okay, all right. Mr. Howe. Okay, so uh, Hal asked, how are we going to form groups? And, and again, that's on our frequently asked question page on, on the website. Uh, but the groups are meant to be organic, Hal. That means uh, people that you're already doing life with. That can be uh, people from your Sunday school class. If y'all aren't meeting in person yet, maybe you guys, you know, call or talk. Uh, so it, it needs to be organic to the best of your ability. If you can't find somebody, then you can email the church office and we will do our best to put you with, with people, you know, similar age, uh, background, probably location right now but due to COVID. Um, and, and guys, that's the other thing. Your groups can meet a multiple of ways. You can meet online. You don't have to meet face-to-face. So there's lots of ways you can do it. And also, uh, Wednesday night, if you can't find a group for adults, we'll start here at 6.30. There'll be an hour and, and you can find somebody here that you can talk through these things with here at the church, okay? Uh, guys, we got to close. Uh, I, I want to I challenge you to do a few things. These are the same uh, application points we had as last week, but we're, we just switched them up a little bit. Number one, uh, realize your need for community. Guys, we need this. I don't know about you, I, I need this kind of stuff in my life. Number two, continue praying about who might, uh, you might want to be in your D group and start reaching out to those people. It's meant to be organic. Uh, listen, does that create a little tension? Yes. I've had several conversations with multiple people and they're like, oh no, I'm already in a group or, 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 or I've had three people ask me to be in a group. Isn't it great to be loved? That's awesome. Uh, but you pray about, well, okay, but, but in, in this season, what works best for me? 
okay, this person lives closer to me. This may be the season I'm, I'm supposed to be in their group. Next season, I'll be in somebody else's group. And that's okay. And love your people well. Be like, hey, listen, I love you. I, I, there, there's this other person we're trying to bring in. And I think my relationship with this person helps me reach this other person. And, just, and nobody get their feelings hurt, all right? I love you. Don't get your feelings hurt. Don't get your feelings hurt. Don't get your feelings hurt, okay? Love you. Uh, if you need a group, again, we will be here to help. And lastly, please register your group. Uh, well, you don't have to. It helps us know how many people are, are doing this. Register your groups at fbcelgin.org forward slash dgroups. And there's just a little button at the end. You scroll to the bottom and you type in your information. I just need one person per group to register the group and, uh, and we'll all be started. Okay, guys, we have journals for you to take. Remember, even if you don't plan to be in a D group, we want you to have a journal and start your Bible reading plan. Bible reading plans start February 1st. Okay, next Sunday... We show up, I begin preaching uh, on the book of Romans. We're going to do the Romans Road. And the Romans Road, we're going to talk about how to share Christ. Remember, we're, we're going to be mission focused. How do I share Christ with someone else through the book of Romans? And so all my messages will be on that. Bible reading starts that Monday in Romans chapter 1. Okay, so uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Listen, I love you. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. Uh, I'm going to pray. And uh, before I pray, two quick announcements. Throw those up real quick. Number one... Uh, Wednesday nights return February 3rd, uh, February 3rd, and number two, uh, D Group's journals, reading plans are available. So let me pray for us, and then we'll say bye to our at-home audience. Father God, thank you so much for loving us. Thanks for allowing us this space, this time to meet here. And God, I'm thankful for what you're stirring up in our spirit about our need for community. And, and Lord, I, I pray that these groups would become such a part of the DNA of First Baptist Church that we would move from a large group to a smaller group, whether that's Sunday school or life group, to, to, a, to a D group where we're, we're known deeply by people and iron is really sharpening iron and accountability is happening and transformation is happening. God, that is our hope and our prayer for these people. And not just these people, but the unreached people of Elgin, Texas. God, we say yes, let it be. In Jesus' name we pray these things. All God's people say, said amen. Uh, to our at-home audience, bye guys. We love you. We'll see you next week.